0: Hi there, this is Bob Eubanks, and you're listening to Fab for -for Free-for-All. But doesn't everybody?
1: And welcome to another edition of Fab for -for Free-for-All, the uh, whenever you feel like it, uh, all Beatles and Beatles-related talk show on the Internet. Uh, I'm Tony Ciguardo, I'll be your moderator for this episode of the show. And joining me, as they always do, thankfully, are my dear friends, Mr. Mitch Axelrod. Hey, everybody. And Mr. Rob Leonard. Hello, everyone. How you doing? And, um, you know, we uh, we like to do episodes where we get, like, real intense and real into all these, like, you know, uh, major sort of pick picayune points about things and stuff like that. But I used to uh, have hair. Sometimes. Sometimes we um we like to just do uh, shows where we can uh, pick a topic and uh, bandy about things that maybe are favorites or uh, things we find the most interesting. Or And this time around, uh, we are looking at um, one of the uh, prime vocalists in the Beatles, Paul McCartney. And each of us are going to talk about their top five Paul McCartney Beatles okay. vocals.
2: And, uh, and we and we, and we should say it's it has nothing to do with the movie or book High Fidelity. Nothing, we're not we're not in, we're not working at that record store part time. Even though we do know people who've worked at that store in variations of them.
1: Yes, so, and and that's no that's nothing against our 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 friends at High Fidelity here on Long Island. So that's.
2: I actually I had nothing. I, I didn't even think of them. But yeah, the High no Fidelity. Way. You know, they're in, they're in Amityville. But uh, but anyway,
0: so um, how should I mean, we do this? So you should. Let me just start one thing. You should tell people that just because we feel, and we've done this before with other best doves or whatever, yes. just because we feel that it's a great vocal doesn't mean it's a great song or vice versa. It has Precisely. nothing to do with the song. It's the vocal.
2: And, yes. and we we should say also that we could change our mind right after this show. And, and we will. So, so if you come up to us and say, I loved your top five show, and you might have to say, well, say them back to us because mine might have changed. I already changed mine. Just now. <laughs> right, we should, right, just for
1: the purpose of notation, these are our favorite songs as of 8.50 on May 31st. <laughs>
0: and Time 8.52, I will flip the page over <laughs> and do my next 10. It's, it's even funny
1: you say that because I'm now looking at my list and I'm going, oh, you know what I left off? So right. um, That's why. Shall we shall we uh should we round Robin these? Should we should everyone well, do? I just, think we should. I think we I should do one more at a time more, until yeah, we get to I five. One
0: more thing. Yes. Um, hey, Come that's my closer. line. Come a little closer <laughs> to the mic. That's right. Well you you'll say it at the end. We know. Mitch, closer um, to the mic. The yeah, the the one thing I want to say also is that with the Beatles, we have a finite set of years with Paul's vocal. Yes. With with Paul's solo, and Rob suggested we do a solo one, and we should. Because Paul with solo, even though he has 112 albums, his voice changed from every decade. And and that doesn't necessarily mean a bad thing because, you know, it could be much different and much more emotive or whatever. So I I think, you know, one of these days we have to do the solo, but it'll have to be at least 10 songs because he's got so many more
1: albums. The other possible way to do it too, Mitch, is that, you know, we're looking at. We're looking at the Beatles. We're looking at a time period between 1963 oh, right. three 70 and 1970. Exactly. Yeah. You can do decade by decade with Paul. Pick favorite vocal performances. And there are a lot from every era, pretty much. Which yeah, there are. School. So um, before I lose total control here, let's let's uh, do the round robin, as we suggested. And let's um, everyone pick a Maca favorite uh,
2: Beatle era vocal. So let's start with Rob. My first choice is one of my favorite songs of all time, Okay, uh, is is Hey Jude. Okay. Oh, and, I didn't even think about that one. And there's many reasons why. First of all, it's it's two songs, really, for Paul to sing on, uh, because he starts off, Hey Jude, and it starts off in C. And for some reason, that C note just hits the right way. Totally. And it's, it starts off without any music underneath it. It's just, you know, Hey Jude, and then it kicks in because of that to me that just if he did that in another key i think it would be a different song um to me hey jude is is maybe the song for paul to sing on uh it's basically about three and a half minutes and then he gets to the nanas and then paul comes back with with a part two vocal which you know so you get two vocals for the price of one and he's he, he's singing over the top and to me that's you know fantastic i yeah i'm not sure when he thought about that when he was writing the song that he would add on to the na na na's because it just could have been the na na na's well it's very gospel it's very gospel it has that feeling It it has a it has a i've always thought it had a communal feel to begin with
1: absolutely it's it's gospel it's it's um uh like the baptist you know the the he's really like calling the spirits down when he's doing the, you know the the judy
2: judy judy's and all that stuff right he,
1: or he's calling down carrie grant but I'm, I'm sorry maybe but but, but, anyway.
2: but uh, uh, he, by the way he never said judy, judy judy no i know he never did i know that but um so to me that's you know it's it's a communal song his voice matches the song perfectly um i would like to hear a version you know i'm starting to see things people are uh are putting things through new computer programs where they're stripping all the music out and just hearing the vocal, and I'd like to hear that song with just Paul singing. Um, it's it's a great song for Paul singing. You know he can't sing those ending parts anymore, and he does the the, the right side of the audience and the left side and the male and the female, which is nice too. Um, can you still do that is that still going to be politically correct I'm not really sure 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 yeah,
0: yeah because then he says everybody so everybody. Says everybody, if you're so. not included in everybody then we have,
2: <laughs> something's wrong something is wrong so but to me like I said uh, um it's it's a communal song that matter of fact some guy I have I met him at the fest and I can't remember his right name right now but uh he wrote a book about the song hey Jude wow so, wow uh, cool Hopefully we'll, we'll have my my show released. We'll hopefully work him into the show. You know, was, Rob, I a... think
0: I I think you're right about you know the beginning where he, you know he says, "Hey, you know," because if you watch the David Frost show mm-hmm. right before, because they're playing obviously to backing tapes, even though he's right. live, but you could see him practicing that note. He's going, "Hey, hey,
2: hey." Yeah. Well, you've so got to, you got it. You got to he...
1: as a you know that as a as oh, a vocalist, yeah. you oh have absolutely, to I know. But... Practice a cold start like that.
0: But what a! I mean, I don't know. I have to go back and read Lewis's book to figure out how many times he started it or whatever. But you're right. It, it's not an easy song to start that hay with if you no. if you do it cold. No. Right, and
2: if you start it's the cool wrong one. note, you then end up you know maybe someplace else. And it's it's just a great song. in the community of it is to me, and also it's just on a personal level. Whenever I felt a little bit down in my life, you know. Hey Jude goes on and and gives me a little better feeling for the seven minutes and eleven or seven oh six or six fifty nine depending on which record you bought depending on where you're from. Right?
1: <laughs> all right, so Mitch, your first first appearance. Now, mind you, I'm going to let you guys know too that Hey Jude was on my initial list, and so now I can take that off my list and pick yeah. one
0: of my alternates. Okay, good. <laughs> so I, that's I, I guarantee we're all going to be doing that. That's the problem. Yeah, that's a, it's not a problem. It's a great. No, problem. but it's fun. Have. yeah. Um, You know, it it was weird for me, because when we discussed this, I went through the Beatles catalog, the discography, and I looked at every album and every pole vocal, and I found myself drifting more toward the later stuff, because even though the early stuff is really good, you know, up until you get to like Rubber Soul, that's when Paul really, I mean, he he was a great singer, but to me, anyway, that's when he started. But anyway, I do have some before that. Well, my first choice in no particular order is Fool on the Hill. Wow. It's to me. I forgot about that one. Well, there's a there's one particular where he, <clears throat> you know, he where he does the he never listens to them. You know, he never listens Listen to just them. Ama- that, that vocal is so and I use the word emotive a lot, but that is so emotive. You can and you hear the yearning in his voice like it. it's almost like he's the fool on the hill. You know, it's such a great vocal to me. That's a
1: lyric vocally. That's like a like a turnaround point in the song. Yeah, you're absolutely right. That is like a turnaround point where it's sort of like it points the camera back at him in a way like with the vocal. And it's like a a very, 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 very strong vocal. And that's it's fun that that wasn't on my list. So it's,
0: it's almost like, hey, Jude, and not to that extent. But when Rob was talking, I was thinking, wow if you think about how he starts full on the hill as well he starts it off you know day after day very somber like hey jude and then it builds to that you know he never listens just like that crescendo and uh you know and it's just a to me one of my i love listening to it because it's just such a great vocal
1: and it's also that idea too of just like we talk about ringo or any good drummer playing drums to the song Oh yeah. When you have a, a vocal like "Fool on the Hill" and you've got that carousel thing at the end, and he's doing the round and around and around, yeah. it's it's a there's a certain like a Doppler thing with his voice almost, and that gives it a great feel.
0: So well, have you have you cool. tried have you tried singing "Fool on the Hill" with the round round? It's it's you know it's it's not as easy as everybody thinks.
1: No, those are great notes in there. The ones that lead into that that ah. Yeah.
0: Oh yeah. Try doing that. that. Yeah, you yeah. have to.
2: If you're you a man, you to have that. to grab
0: things. Yeah. Yeah.
2: I, I didn't have that, but um, I understand where you're coming from, Mitch. That part of the song because um, it, it is more about Paul yeah. than whatever he's writing about. Uh, yeah, because it's him putting brilliant. his
0: own, you know, his own emotions, whether the song is his about him or not, he's still uh, singing the part of the fool to me yeah cool okay yeah. so
1: uh for me I'm, I'm now i'm now down to to six again because i had added one right when we started because i had six but now we crossed off age five
0: sir
1: um five <laughs> five sir um i you know i ended up finding myself with two early ones one middle era one no two two early ones two middle era ones and two later ones wow um which is interesting so I'm... Do an early
0: gonna,
1: one. Yeah, I'm going to throw out an early one. Uh, to me, when you look at, you know, Paul and the BBC, when you look at, at the live shows, and when you look at the damn studio version, and I'm going to, you know, be a goofball and say, the one that's on the Beatles' second album. I'm not yeah. going to do the EP, because even though the EP is named for it, but Long Tall Sally. Yeah. I mean, that, that is... Another one where it starts off cold. No music. I'm going to it! I mean,
2: bang! Oh, he's
1: in. Right, <clears throat> right. And it, the funny part of it is, we, we were you know, preparing the show, and today in the car, I had a CD playing, and I it was a comp of early rock and roll, and there was Little Richard and Long Tall Sally. Yeah. So it was kind of like, ding, 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 like the alarm went off my, I can't believe I didn't think of Long Tall Sally, but when you hear the, the the little richard version it's it's got like that really fun cool sinister yeah. you know like a, like yeah you know here's some trouble happening paul's version like the beatles version is trouble but it's trouble with absolutely unadulterated pure jubilation yes it's just by the time he's yelling about have some fun tonight if if the Beatles had been around in the '90s playing in you know uh, Seattle, the, you know people would have been like pulling chairs out of out of the floor oh, absolutely in, in, in theaters, you know by the end of that because it's just unbridled. It's totally I'm unbridled.
0: I'm surprised no grunge act ever attempted to remake it.
1: Well, you know it's it's um it's it's unbridled fun. <laughs> Most well, of the grunge well, yeah, bands but... were were like you know about. You know, like
0: smelling we'll teen it. spirit.
1: Yeah, smelling teen spirits. <laughs>
0: <laughs> anyway, Ew. I, sorry,
1: but um, no, we're not. We're not Nirvana slamming, and I and I am. No, been, no, like, no, huge, not at all. But I'm a huge Foo fan, so it's you know. Well, but, well,
0: uh, well funny enough, Tony. You know, after he passed, they found the uh, the Kurt Cobain version of And I Love Her. Right? So I see, for, really? I didn't know it, that. Yeah? Oh yeah, he sang it to his daughter. Uh, it's not a full version, but it's actually kind of beautiful in its own way. Wow, that's amazing! Oh yeah, like, so we're sitting here saying the grunge should have yeah. done <laughs> that, and Long Tall the Sally grunge is doing Beatles, you know. Wow, and, and I, I love, love her. her, but you know, but yeah. That's so my my first choice is Long Tall
2: Sally. So that's that's me. And now
1: let's go back to Mr. Rob Leonard here. His- well, I just want to add
2: to that because I love Long Tall Sally. It wasn't my choice, but I happen to love the Hollywood Bowl version tremendously because Paul's voice goes. He doesn't follow his own singing. At one point, he he raises it up a little bit. He plays it on the bass too, yeah. And to me, I mean, it was the last song at the Hollywood Bowl in '64, and it's like this is simply incredible. So I can't um, remember
1: whether the one that always like completely freaks me out is I can't remember. if It's at the end of Drop In.
0: I think it's Drop In,
1: or if it's the end of Beatles Sing for Shell. I think it's at the end of Drop In. Listen that. And Washington one. Coliseum isn't doesn't yeah, it, do yeah, it that and, that's, f- that's a good and when you cut to like because what what Paul's vocals doing, what the whole band is doing with that soul is pushing Ringo is pushing pushing each <laughs> of them just to a next level.
0: Although, and- although it's not the last song on, on Washington, though. Right,
2: right. Yeah, right. well, But anyway. a little different. So. so Robert, your next one. My next one Uh-oh. is from Rubber Soul. Ah, see, and it's uh, both American and British, so people won't get confused. <laughs> uh, you won't see me. Oh, okay. Uh, a song I happen to think that's a um, again when I call you, it starts off cold again. You know, with the, I, I didn't realize that, but it's the second song like that's like that. Um, it, it to me, it's it. It has a great feel to his vocal, you know, and I know it was one of the last songs they did for a Rubber Soul. And they didn't do many takes of it because they had to get the show out. I mean, the record out. So, um, but I, I love what Paul's voice is doing on that song. It's just, it's there. It's, it's. That doesn't start off cold, though, Rob. That's no, you're awesome. right. No, you're right. It doesn't yeah, actually the, it starts the off. The bass, the the, the bass yeah, or guitar both right. are both under in. You're it. right yeah. about that. Uh, I take that back. It's okay. Um. So, but to me, his vocal on that is really, really great. I happen not like the backing vocals too, but um his vocal on that is is really to me uh you know the reason i love the song
0: oh okay that's a unique one that that was cool
1: and mm, mitch Axelrod.
0: all right i'm gonna save my uniqueness <laughs> Uh-oh. um i'm going to in the same vein as tony except i'm gonna go with i'm down okay. same thing as long tall sally so to speak Still starting off cold and wow, that's true. It starts y- off cold again. Yep. If you ever try to sing I'm down without saying please give me a note, <laughs> it's tough. And and then, you know, I'm down is just such first of all, the song itself, I mean, I know we said it's not about the song, but the song itself is such a great vehicle for his voice, and he just nails that song. Does he I'll ever try singing it? Does he ever in any other song do a screech like that? Does he ever like oh, that's it? That's it. At the end, he's going, uh, no, I'm really down. I mean, try singing it. I mean, you know, I, I damn, you can't. I mean, you can. But And you... for, for fans
1: who may not be aware of this, another fascinating talk, thought to think about is that I'm Down was recorded on the same day as yesterday. And I've Just Seen a
0: Face. And
1: I've Just Seen a Face. So talk about a, a dynamic range as a vocalist. Um, I also find it fun with I'm Down that for some reason, and I don't know whether or not he he had a problem with the you, like doing that. Right. But on more than one occasion in concert, uh, even in, in the really funny bit where like John and George go over to him and do the you ba da be the ba do and Paul still walks up to the mic and goes,
2: "Man, boys, real,"
1: which is really funny because he never it, fluffed lyrics. It was always John. Never, it was always John. So I often wonder whether or not it was fluffed in the studio.
2: Maybe, the, maybe, whether, they I, left Who it. knows?
1: Maybe they and they left it. You know. Well,
0: well, the but. anthology. When he does the plastic soul thing, I mean, he sings the right.
2: Verse right yes that, yeah, like the right. verse takes? yeah he does he does. well also you know if if you look at the West German show from sixty six he, he gets it backwards so, that's uh, the one that's why I'm yeah. saying
1: that's the one when John
2: and George go over
1: and actually prompt him which is even right yeah, yeah yeah but yeah that's I had that down on my list
0: as well Mitch it's, that it's, it's a, just it's thrilling. a rally that nobody I don't think there's anybody else I can think of in rock and roll that could have done I'm down and long tall Sally as well as Paul did in his now.
1: wouldn't a wouldn't a little richard cover of i'm down been a hell of a lot of fun
2: uh well he was down a lot (laughs) no no but seriously wouldn't you no no he you know that would have been good he did i saw her standing there i know that yeah Yeah, but that wasn't
0: as remarkable like you know no no it's not actually like wow that was so cool like like you know roberta flack's stuff or or not roberta flack um uh ella fitzgerald like you know you know they liked about a bunch of that stuff but that would have been kind of cool to, to to hear that
1: it would right no i agree i agree all right so was it me is it me yes i'm supposed to be moderating here and i uh yeah you? you're next thank it's you, you right. you're the next on the contestant price is right um i'm i'm gonna go with one uh again because of a vocal that fits the song and fits the mood and fits the lyric uh and i'm gonna say penny lane oh interesting Um, i i love the fact that you know um and it's hard to sing this and be british and not sing the word customer but you know there's that there's that bit of scouse in there um you know uh the the very strange like there's a there's a he's playing into his lyric um uh, you know he he wrote the song in a certain type of a meter uh lyrically and he plays into the meter of those lyrics really beautifully and i think it i i think it just it just is what makes the whole song work um the image is almost you know, like
0: you know, sorry go ahead
1: no but the you know the image and the fireman rushes in from the pouring rain like you you're there, uh, you know, the the pretty nurse is selling puppies from a tray. Like I it's, thought she was selling puppies. Nice. Um, but, the and I love the next, you know, she feels as if she's in a play and she, you know, I mean. Anyway,
0: what does that mean?
1: She, Well, I mean, you know. I know, I know. She feels know. as if she's in a play. She is anyway,
0: but. No, um, you know, Tony, it's like he's reading. If you picture him reading Penny Lane uh, as a storybook to people, yes. it's like yes. when he's going, uh, yes, and uh, in the rain, and then and then he looks over at the kids if he's reading to kids, and he goes, Very strange, you know, exactly. It's like exactly, you know, so it's he's, the,
2: yeah, it's the aside. But, but, but this time he stung it, yeah, you know, that's the only difference, yeah, right,
0: yeah.
1: But so, yeah, Penny Lane has always been, um, and look at that, it's not quite an unadorned but almost an unadorned intro as well. Yeah, well yeah. I mean, you know, yeah, it, it's very close, yeah, so. Yeah a lot of a lot of paul songs are intro-less which is interesting yeah i will <laughs> wow yeah there's a wow we could let our next episode is going repeat oh, this I mean, episode and have it be uh, intro-less Beatles songs anyway oh
2: darling um True. probably not
1: as many johns this happened once before
0: no reply no, anyway and there's oh, wow. probably julia,
2: julia don't forget julia julia yeah
0: yeah so and anyway, oh, happiness not, is a long gun
1: yeah half of what i say is meaningless yeah um and happiness Happiness is a warm run, yeah. yeah. All right, so um, so anyway, so yes, that was Hi, one of Robert? mine is Penny
2: Lane. Robert, you are next on our hit parade. I'm going to go Uh-oh. with Helter Skelter. Okay. But okay. the version I want to put out there, if people Uh-oh. have heard it, is the version from Rock Band where there's no fade out, and you hear more of uh, Paul's vocal, where he's kind of giggling a little bit, and he's just – He's just adding anything that comes into his head uh, at the end, which I thought was really uh, a nice touch, Uh, but just the whole, his vocal matches the song so perfectly. Uh, There's, it's, they didn't put a lot of things on his voice, it seemed, or, or anything like that. It's just, to me, it's, it's a rough song. And, you know, I mean, we know the history of it and it shouldn't be a rough song. It should be a nice little pop song. And if you, if there's this footage, that Tony Brammel took um, where, you know, Paul's playing as a strumming song, you know, yeah. he help the scale to that doesn't work. Paul singing it through his head and his mouth and his everything coming out at once is what makes that song. And, Interesting. you know, and it, it matches, I think, like I said, the, the feel of the song, the anger, there's certain anger in the, in the playing on it. And it, I think Paul's voice, but the, the rock band version you hear giggles and laughs and little things and beeps and, uh, okay. Okay. So I, that's why I say that, um, you know, he didn't that's have fun. the end part. I've got blisters on my fingers. That wasn't him. Um, but the whole song just sounds, you know, we, we've heard, will we ever hear the 28 minute version? I don't know. I, do. We need I to hear to. It at this point. Absolutely. In no mind? interest. What? So I have neither. I have, you know, if it was going to come out of would it came out on the white album box. Yeah, no um, interest. Yeah, I, you're right. I actually don't. I don't need it. Um, I mean, I like it, but I'm not. You know, if it came on the box, said okay, but then it's 28 minutes. I like the 12 minute version a lot on that, um, and that was cut down to six minutes for, for the anthology. So,
0: but to your point, Rob, and it took, it was a good point because the the beginning takes even you know even the first attempts at laying it down the slower version. I wouldn't have picked this right. song for his vocal at all. But as soon as he starts, in no, like, no, I, fast, no, I you know, able- when I get to the bottom, that that's where you're right. That's when he kicks in. But if it would have come out as a slow, like they wanted to originally dirty swampy, I would have said, no, nah, that vocal is not great at all.
1: It's interesting. Cause it's, it's, yeah, No, it's, I agree. But it's one that we, you know, we, um, when Mitch and I, when we were first talking about the idea of the show, you know doing this episode it's one that i banned like we bandied around but it's very funny i i i find i find his like i don't think of it as a best vocal only because i feel it's kind of one dimensional screaming like and and i guess you could think i'm down maybe the same way in a way because it's no, all over see- this but hmm. but helter skelter i i just find like that there's a like, he's a little contrived, almost, in it. Again, nothing wrong with it, because you, you have to... Be, like, the whole idea, you're singing about a helter-skelter. I mean, a lot of in, people in America don't know. You're singing about a, a twirly slide kind of thing. You yeah, know? right. So his voice kind of like... In a way, it does make it a great vocal, because his voice, like you are saying, it goes... Like Rob was saying, it goes to the idea of the song.
2: And, like and also, the, well. the other thing is, you know... When i get to the bottom i go back to the top of the slide he's singing like he's almost yeah. behind yeah. the song like like he, like he's almost gone to the bottom of the slide and he's, now he's running back up and he's going to do it again well and, that's, and that's an interesting point he's behind he's
1: like behind he's a the slight beat. behind
2: that's like he's in a race
1: really it's interesting but we're so also being hypocritical it matches the
2: song to his voice to the words to the way they're right it. because he's he's actually He's going up.
0: When yeah, I get, right. to the, when I go back to the top of the slide, and I get to the top, and he's almost there and the right, and I get, to, yeah, the, I go down. Yeah. And we're being a little hypocritical. And I see you ourselves. again. Right. Yep. And you, we get wow. to the bottom. That's interesting. Yeah. But the I've never is, thought of the
1: again as being the right, trip back down the slide and yeah, get to the bottom. And I see you again
0: is back because he holds it enough for him to go down go down wow (laughs) no i mean that's and we're also like i said i started to say we're being hypocritical against ourselves for that one going oh well maybe it's not a great vocal but you know what um it also crescendos just like hey jude that's true i mean you know when he's singing about going up and then you know so and and to me at the very end too even the whole you know the ending part is is not as as good as the nanas so to speak
2: right right a certain
0: element of of a long a lengthier song in that vein but so you know what maybe we should have considered it yeah we threw it away quickly yeah and
1: there's and there's a lot of a lot of a lot of cajones in the in the that the way that delivery of that, you may be a lover, but you ain't know that that's got a lot, a lot, a lot of tension in it in that delivery of that line. Yeah. And it's a it's a really well-delivered
2: line. So, yeah. all right. Anyway. And all mean, right. And, we, and we, we should say down. just as a, a little sidebar here, uh when he brought that back to his tour a couple of tours ago, he was killing it. You know, considering other songs he was having problems with, he killed a helter skelter. He can still, you know, scream. Oh, yeah. still scream it's
0: it's if you want him to sit and do i will then maybe he won't
2: <laughs> yeah well that's a good yeah. point yeah you know, he one of the tours he skipped yesterday which i thought he would never ever no he's he do. hasn't done yesterday in years Rob. right well i haven't seen them in a few years so
1: <laughs> <laughs> he's doing his 36-minute version of helter skelter right now rob just to make sure <laughs> he, anyway.
0: listen he's doing an eight-minute version <laughs> of yeah. i will no there you go <laughs> anyway so i mitch axelrod with your next okay. choice of songs mitch all right, I'm going to pick the night before.
2: Okay, I have that Interesting. one. Interesting.
0: Did you? I the did. night before, I don't know whether his vocal is sped up or I don't know where, you know, because when you listen to Paul doing Tomorrow from Wildlife, that's a different Paul voice. It's has been sped up. Yeah, I know it is, but it's still a different Paul voice. Um, yeah. It's like Lady Madonna. Yeah.
2: But- Tomorrow sped up? Yes. yeah it is wow i never read of that yeah. yeah but it's still according uh, to mr cozen Anyway, I'm sorry yeah okay well that's true i he we did read his book yes <laughs> you just sorry,
0: um no but the night before if you try to sing in that key really tough we did yeah. it with the band makes me want to cry i mean yeah. you know, or you know even you know we said our goodbyes you know the, the bye goodbye ah. It's like, whoa, okay. Uh, it It's a very tough vocal, uh, an incredible vocal too. I love it. I, the song is, again, incredible. But um, I love that vocal on that song. It just, it's, it again, it's very emotive. Um, and it's, it, he just sings his butt off on it. He really does. It's tough to sing. And in, even when he did it in concert, he didn't change the key like, you know, Ringo does with It Don't Come Easy. So it's not like he's going. We said our goodbyes, you know, and like Tony <laughs> Bennett. Um, but hey. really, just a great, great vocal on the night before. Cool. Okay. I
2: had that choice too. I will give you that one. I, I to me, it's a. Uh, uh, it, again, it matches the whole, you know, what he's singing about. You know, is yeah. You know, he's he wants to be treated like the night before. Maybe his voice would be different the night before. You know. You know the the immediacy of it is you know he wants to be back with that woman he was with the night before which you know which could have been a lot of women in in paul's lifetime <laughs>
0: the night least, least, at,
2: at least in, as he was touring let's say in, in well you know also if 66 it's,
0: it's funny that we're breaking this down like this because now i'm thinking about it and I'm glad you said that, Rob, because you just brought, you know, you always bring something to the table. To, That's why I'm to, here, man. That's why you guys are here. If we no, the it, shows
2: ourselves, it wouldn't be a good show. It's, <laughs> it's
0: funny because now, whenever, now I'm thinking, he's screaming the part of goodbye and lies. Right. It's almost like an angry, you know, even though it's not an angry, you know, angry tone in terms of a pop song, but the, the, the very high parts are when he hits like the, you know, the the rhymes for goodbyes and lies and it's like wow he's it's sort of like emphasizing those words with that high key that that that, you know that high note so
1: and and i i always since i was young i always thought of the line of like last night is the night i will remember you by i like well (laughs) what did they do last night right
2: (laughs) that they had
1: never done on other nights. Thinking anyway, about
2: last night. Thinking
1: about last night.
2: <laughs> well, that's that's a, the variation of that song. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Anyway,
2: Except it's, it's a little thing. crazier. It's a little yeah. crazier. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, there were knives involved. Yeah, right.
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. True. <laughs>
0: there, were, there probably weren't knives involved in the probably not no. Yeah. <laughs> it was probably just whips and chains. <laughs> oh, nice.
1: um Tony, your turn. Made him want to cry. Um, <laughs>
0: exactly. I'm hey, gonna. Lord. I'm
1: gonna go with one that, um, that probably you know, fans who listen to the show probably um, realize that this has always been one of my favorite Beatles songs overall, and oh, certainly one of my good. favorite Macca tunes. Yeah. And um, I, I think that Paul, from a songwriting standpoint, hit a, an amazing uh, point that "Revolver," and I think that. Um, for no one is probably just one of his um tightest most poignant most perfect two and a half minute you know 220 whatever it is is, yeah Um, vocal 206 vocal deliveries um you know just it's it's very simple. There's no real vocal histrionics, um, but when you get to the da 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 like as a as a melody, and and in within the chords of that song and his vocal in there, I just think is absolutely gorgeous. Um, the the and and it's and it's no, it's hard because like he he doesn't particularly. You know, you could you could chew on that. You know, there will be times when all the things she's like, you could really like milk th- those lines. Yeah, he, cho- he chooses not to. He he chooses a straightforward delivery, and you can almost like you can almost visualize this is somebody who's like, like almost catatonic over
0: what's going down right now. And it's he's almost like just. He's, had it. he's what? He's had it. And it's not yeah, it's not mad. It's just over, and he knows it, so he's stinging it straight. It's 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 resolution, but it's
1: very obviously extremely sad resolution.
2: Sad, but not angry. No, but no. he admits. But he admits in the, the last verse that you know there'll be times where all the things she said, uh, things she said will fill your head, um, and you won't yeah, forget you won't her. That's, her. That to me is is makes the whole song
0: oh absolutely
2: But that's why i'm saying it there's a it, there's an innate sadness there oh this one it's one of his saddest songs it's probably ever. his saddest song you yeah, know at least as a beetle i mean it's just it's it's a perfect song yeah uh, when you think about it i i did not pick that as one of my vocal choices i would pick it for one of my song choices though interesting because, yeah because I, he doesn't yeah, yeah. he does you're right you know he he sort of keeps it straight with the vocals and very close to the like best. it yeah, very almost. I I don't want to say depressed because I don't think it's a depressing vocal, but it's it's almost like well, I had her and it's over and well, what and, and what I it.
1: what I love about it is that there is a, you know, it, it's very it, it's fascinating to be singing a song in a in a second person. Your heart yeah. breaks, your mind aches. You're singing the song in second person. It is very obviously about you Mm. you know it is very obviously a 1st person song so there's this really brilliant way of delivering that and not again not doing anything histrionic it's it's almost like you could you could watch you see the guy sitting at the table with the cigarette and the cup of coffee and and he's just shot you know yeah so it's just it's a brilliant to me brilliant
2: vocal so. And it's interesting that we brought that you brought that up right after we talked about the night before, which has definite similar um, types of topic in the song where you t- to look back at a relationship that's not there anymore. Um, and that's interesting. That's true. Yeah. So uh, that's, that's true. to me that you just, you know, added a little more to this, what you just talked about, because, uh, you know, you're right. It's, it's, it's a very steady vocal. Yeah, so he could have at the end gone crazy. You know yeah yeah and he didn't he kept it very cool and yeah. uh, I, I happen to love that song it's you know it's it's just and if you want to h- include another song in there just throw it in there Norwegian Wood, this bird has flown has a similar thing uh, you know John's there the night before and then you know he leaves in the morning or she leaves in the morning he says and then he burns down her apartment but that's a that's a little funny oh, kick not apartment
0: end. You don't want house. to get other people involved. Yes, don't In want to get
2: involved. It's not an apartment <laughs> building, Rob. It's
1: just he's just burning down the woman's private residence. Let's oh, okay. I'm straight. sorry. Okay. Maybe but, maybe wow. David
0: David Byrne might be there.
1: David, David burning Bur- down the house. Burning down the house. <laughs> 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 I just got that. Anyway, I saw what you did there.
0: Anyway, Thank anyway. you. All I didn't right, do it, John. So did
2: that, it.
1: that was me. So, um, Robert, next for you.
2: Oh wow! I'm gonna actually change my order here. Um, yeah, me too. You want fries with that? <laughs> yes, I'd, like, I'd love fries with that. I love fries. Uh, I'm going to go with um, All My Loving. Oh, okay. Nice. Because. Another it, uh, cold that, open. What? Another, Another cold. cold open. Another. I, I, like I said, we did not think about that. No, no we did uh, not. Weird. <laughs> one, one thing I like about the, this vocal, it's, it's very poppy. It's very happy. It's very, you know, you know close your eyes and i'll kiss you tomorrow i'll miss you but he's still gonna think about her during that time and to me it, it's it's very upbeat his vocal is very upbeat in that song and, and when I, you and when, when you go to the live versions you get all those
1: hey and all those like thrown in interjections that raise it up even
2: more right well, really right right, it's fun. right. yeah so, yeah, so I, I would go with all my loving. I I was on my, my list of, like, the next five, but I'm throwing the in honorable my mentions? top five. Yeah, the honorable mentions, yeah. All right, very cool. All, all
0: right, um, I'm going to do the same thing then, Rob. I'm going to... My thank you. I'm going to take... I'm going to follow your lead. I'm going to do one from the honorable mentions because even though I, you know, we'll, we'll go around again, but um, I'm going to take the opposite emotions from revolver and say here there and everywhere because to me here there and everywhere is is very different for paul first of all it's it's probably his sweetest vocal ever if to me um it's it's totally happy it's, it's loving and happy. It's not, you know, we're done and, you know, I'll think of you, but we're done still. Um, so it's, it's very happy. It's a, it's a, also it's, it's a faux falsetto. It's not really falsetto because he's singing in Paul's voice, but some people have to sing it in falsetto because it is so high. Mm -hmm. Um, so I, I just think it's a beautiful, beautiful vocal, uh, by Paul, with obviously you know we always say the song is amazing but and it is my wedding song but um it's just to me one of the sweetest vocals of mccartney as a Beatle.
1: that is it's, it is interesting though too to point out mitch that that again that range i don't think is present in any of the real in any of the Beatles song really
0: yeah maybe as, not. As, a, as a
1: backing vocalist and one one thing that i noticed that mitch and i discussed and i'm sure that Mitch pointed out to Robin and we didn't really go there. But we we also have to consider too that aside from Paul's lead vocals, he has an, a very, very, very impressive dossier of backing vocals as yes. Beatle.
0: And we could have chosen,
1: yeah. We could have chosen Come Together as, yes. a, as a best that, Paul vocal.
0: Right, um, because his backing, I think, makes the song.
2: Yeah. I would pick Help, because he, he claims he there wrote that backing part to match what John had sang. And to me, that's the whole song. It's yeah, but you know rough.
0: what, Rob? When I think of Help, I hear more of
2: George. George.
0: Yeah, John. I
2: mean, Paul claimed he wrote it, but you, you do hear more George in it. But, yeah, you know, obviously, Paul's part of it. Yeah. They did sing well together also. So, So yeah, so that, that yeah, here there and everywhere, an absolutely
1: beautiful, beautiful song. And
2: again, another um, song. That song starts with a chord. But right. you know, that's you know another it doesn't have a like a you know four bar open or something. So well, a lot of
0: people you know when I've seen a lot of people do it live, they do it cold. They don't do the chord first.
2: Right. Yeah. No, you're right.
0: So that that's interesting. I mean, and it, it you know I I've heard a lot of incredible. There's a version on a country album which is amazing. Uh, that that country album that came I think it was called Come Together. Also the right, country American. the country album. Yeah. Right. Um, what a beautiful beautiful uh vocal that was but i forgot who did it maybe i i don't even want to say but um yeah but i love here there and everywhere just a great vocal tony
1: i'm gonna i'm gonna take it uh i'm gonna take it to the very end um and i i just think that um that let it be is just a, a magnificent performance um and in different versions there are different variations you know of course different lyrics different But it all comes down to the idea that he's, he kind of, he kind of knows he's, he's got a spirituality without, without being George, no disrespect meant to George, but without being George level spiritual. Yeah. Let it be has a spirituality behind it, whether or not he's talking about that it's, you know, who knows, is it the end of the Beatles is it the end of, is it really taking from what he said, you know, he would hear his you know his mom say or you know um you know talking about mother mary is that his mother you know no matter what it is when you pull that vocal together um and i and i like when paul comes from here i like that that the the when i find myself i like that chest voice on him and then um you know, and and the whisper words of wisdom. There's like there's an there's an urgency in this beautiful ballad, which I find interesting. He creates uh like almost like brings it to a level of importance that, you know, um it's beyond just like uh oh I'm writing this this spiritual type tune. And it's not like how do I put it? He's not grabbing at the God spiritual. He's not grabbing at but he's there's a well, the so human spirit. Bingo! I was going to say an earthbound spiritualism. There's a human spiritualism.
0: But I think being. also, Tony, by starting at you know, when I find myself in times of trouble, Mother, man, he goes up. I think he he leaves himself room to sing yes. easily because if yeah. you start if you start it, oh, yeah. when I find myself, <laughs> you'd be yeah. like up there yeah. But and know, also too, it makes down it stronger. There, you stronger.
1: And it also gives him the, the the room to hit the let it
0: be. Right, exactly. To, to he come gives in himself with that. the room by starting at a lower yeah. Well, level.
2: he also, you know, he was influenced by gospel, but it's not really a, it is a gospel feeling song, but it's not a gospel song. Right. At least his, at least his version's singing. Now, you know, maybe Aretha Franklin's version's a little different. Right, um, right. And that's how I think, I go with you on that. I, I didn't have that as on my list only because I probably hear it so many times yeah, a but, day, um, but uh, you know, to me, it, I agree with you. It, 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 the way he, he, he brings his vocal, you know, he, he doesn't go to the top when he could have, right. You know, he chose to keep it um, so he can come back and and sing a little deeper at the end. So, right. yeah, but absolutely. also
0: Billy Preston's um, organ mm. playing is definitely church the end of that. Yeah. Yeah, church. I yes. mean, that's what really gives it that gospel feel too. Because if you if you listen on "Let It Be Naked," you know it's still a beautiful song. It's just a different feel.
2: Yeah, with yeah. That. No, that's true. That's
1: true. So, um, Robert, you want to go wait, around one more no, time? No. Hold on, pause, for Mitch. No, no. Let's we'll go around one more time, but let's not do um uh-huh. uh, let's not do honorable mentions. No, we're, no, no. We're at almost an hour. And the okay. sure show should not. be,
2: yeah,
1: yeah. it's before it's yeah, So by the time we've done this last round, we're going to be at an hour. I don't, okay. the whole idea of us doing a tight show is let's yes. do a tight show. Okay. So let's do the five that we talked about. Yep. And then, you know, oh, wow, it took us a while to get through those five. Let's, you know, I'm sure we'll, we've all got honorable mentions as we thought of earlier, yeah, but let's, let's say
0: help. that. Yeah. yeah.
1: So, all right. So no honorable mentions. We're just going to yep. go all around right. one more time. Then we're going to go out. So, all right, right here we go. Okay, so Roberto, as we're going to our final round here, numero... Uno, dos, cinco. I, I, I think
2: this think. is cinco. six. That's five. No, this is, is five. Three, yeah, sir. No. <laughs> Three, so. Anyway, so go ahead. Um, I'm uh, going to pick Eleanor Rigby. Mm, good uh, choice. Uh, thank you. Uh, from Revolver, uh, a powerful song where Paul's taken shots at many things through his vocal and his lyrics. I know John claimed they co-wrote him. I believe it, um, but I also. Where did thought, John?
1: Did John claim a co-write on? on oh yeah,
2: during yeah, the Playboy interview, claims that uh, Paul oh, wrote wow. the first verse and that he and, uh, and George. Oh, yeah, was second yeah. and third, but Paul's always said it was his all the way. But you know, I'm not Bernard sure. Bernard
0: Purdy said he wrote the third verse.
2: <laughs> yeah, uh, but yeah, Bernard yeah Purdy but, played it, drums on it. Yeah. yeah, that's right. There's no drums on it, of course. <laughs> um, so anyway, um, so to me, that's uh, uh, one of my favorite Paul vocals. Again, it's a, another two-minute song. Yeah. Um, it, you know, again, it's it has a story to it. Uh, the first verse sets it up. The second verse, um, you know, you find out a little more. In the third verse, you find out what happens. And yeah. Paul's voice follows it perfectly. Um, you know, and also uh, Paul's voice follows the strings. You know, if this was Gosh. a st- if this was if this was a guitar song i don't think the Paul's vocal would have been exactly the same because you would have been playing off the str- uh, the guitars and and the drums and the bass and not the the harsh strings you know that that happened because of how they wrote the song yeah. so to me that's why his vocal is so great on it because he follows what you know he followed what he wrote or, or at least had help from george martin right on uh the arrangement so to me it's really an incredible vocal and that those staccato strings with yeah, the yeah wiping the dirt from his hands is oh yes, my god. god yeah but the way he places his vocals like in between those things as he's singing yeah. yep, you know, yep. he could have easily followed you know followed it note for note but he didn't he went in between so he to me that's i think wow. a, a better use of his vocal matching the words to match the the music. So, um, I know, never so.
1: Th- I never thought of that from a musical standpoint. That's re- that's kind of wild. So yeah. all right. So Eleanor. So have we? So we've covered
0: three, three McCartney
1: vocals from Revolver. No, we have um, not. Oh no, we, that's right. We didn't. We didn't catch. Got to kitchens into my life. Right. Was that was
0: going to be mine, but I'm not going to do it because I want to get off of a revolver. Okay. Uh, I'm.
1: So, but it's spinning around you got to get anyway go well, ahead. no i'm
0: going to go back to i'm going to go back to let it be i think probably his most emotional vocal is the long and winding road i i know Robbie don't love the song no, but I but if you think about where he starts off and that's another cold open <laughs> um uh. he he starts off the song and I can picture going on that road with him, if that makes sense. Uh-huh. Cause he takes you with him and his voice. And by the end, it's almost like he's lost because when he says, you left me standing here, you know, he doesn't, he doesn't do the standing here. You know, he he does a staccato like standing here. It's almost like he's lost and about to cry. And it it's such a, beautiful beautiful whether you like the naked version or the or the phil Spector version it's just a beautiful beautiful song and a beautiful vocal by him i think it's just brilliant i it's always been one of my favorite paul vocals and i yeah. It, yeah i listen to it and it's one it's one beatle song where i i do get teary uh every once in a while yeah yeah there's not many others that yeah. i can say i do that to have well, you ever tried to a Beatles song? Sure. I lost my little girl. That one always <laughs> gets me. Yeah, well,
1: you know. He's lost his little girl. I mean, what
0: do you do with that? I mean, you well, know. You got you to gotta have a lot of milk.
2: <laughs> which, which version? Yeah, Like the Beatles version there in right, I mean, whatever. Not Twickenham. It wasn't him at that point. But that five-minute version is very touching. But... Um... There's jokes in there, but anyway, um, oh, the missing on the milk bottle, uh,
0: on the milk carton. The
2: milk
1: carton kids should do that song.
2: Um, I I know I've got to ask this
1: because I've actually, I mean, we we joke, we talk, we tease, but I've I've never actually asked this. What what is it about that song, Rob? That you do? I mean, do you like? Is it the kind of thing like for me? I'll give you an example. I don't, I don't, I don't love Tori Amos. Right. But I realize that she's she's incredibly talented. Yes, right. I agree. But I but I don't love her music, and I don't mean that in any disrespect. She's right. incredibly yeah, sure. talented. Do you like recognize "Long on My new road and Be like, wow,
2: great vocal, or wow, well, great let me let me let me you know, let me get some – I do love the version that's uh, that he did on the '76 tour, "Wings Over America," because okay. first of all, it starts off with a little bit of a slow instrumental. And then it comes in the long and now the version that's on, let it I be oh. to me, he picks like the wrong note to open up with. Remember I said, Hey Jude, Hey, and yeah. you're, you're caught on that. To me, it's the opposite with long and winding road. I hear that opening note and I'm like, Oh my God, this is going to suck. So, <laughs> and then of course wow. I hate the, then I hate this Phil Specter crap that he did. And you know, Yeah, I can understand why Paul sued him based on that only. No, but do you do you not like the naked version? Um, I like actually the version that's on anthology three. What about Broad Street? Even though that's the same version that's on, um, you know, uh, what is it Uh, uh, on? Let it be. I I don't hate the song the way I used to, but I. But what about
0: the Broad Street version with the sax opening it up?
2: Um, wow, I I I don't mind that it's a different, like total, a lot, different song it's a different song uh, it is a different song yeah so it is because, but it, it's yeah
1: the vibe is great but it is yeah. a different song yeah, yeah.
2: and also oh, you know yeah. it's funny because you know who who produced that song it was also uh george martin so he was also looking to get back at phil Spector for destroying you know their version so to speak of of long and winding oh, road. right I right. get back but, is, is another song enough. entirely anyway. right yeah, but right, funny right.
0: enough the long and winding road though i mean while we're on it You know, while we're on it, not the road, but on the song, Um, the the Phil Spector version is if if you're just a not a hardcore like us or our listeners, the Phil Spector version is the one that people know.
2: Sure, sure. And it's also on Beatles one. So, yeah, right. You know, it's the last number one song only released in America, probably a done on purpose. But, you know, everyone knows it was played on all the top 40 stations. Right. But everybody knows that. Um, versus
0: version. orchestrated version,
1: yeah,
2: yeah. yeah. So, but I
1: do agree with you, Mitch. That was that was actually one that I I would have had we crossed off a few others that we duplicated.
0: I would have right. that. but and I and it actually goes together with with the Let It Be choice. That's you know, yeah. I mean, I mean both of those yeah. obviously done at the same time. But you know, I I, I think both of of you know all of McCartney's. You know, we we could sit here for two hours, three yeah. hours, and talk about McCartney's vocals. So.
1: Well, I'll, I'll end it on a, on a, uh, you know, you, wow. Here's interesting. The Beatles, like the last song.
0: I'll say the end. (laughs) And then the,
1: and then the opening, the opening song of the first album. And then I saw her standing there. Um, which, you know, which for me is, um, again, it's back to the rock and roll, uh, pure rock and roll, all of his, his influences. But to me, it's it's almost where he the, he comes into his own, and the Beatles themselves. It's that opening song, first album. It's a setup. It's kind of like yeah, you you've heard this type of rock and roll before from because we're influenced by Little Richard, and we're influenced by Jerry Lee, and we're influenced by Elvis, and we're but dig this one, two, three, bang, and you're in, and the you know you get into the like the whoa we dance, you know. I mean it's yeah. There's there's obvious influences there, but well, it I'm is sorry,
2: the baseline's taken from I'm talking about you.
1: So absolutely. Yeah, musical standpoint, right? Good point. It's talking about you. But there's something about that vocal to me that heralds everything
0: that went before. Even the scream. That went
1: before. Even the scream.
0: But and you know what? Even the opening count in, Tony. It's yeah, not yeah. just one, two, three, four. It's one, two, three, four. I mean, that, yeah, even the four is just so yeah. You know, it drives you nuts, and it, and I, and that's why they. I mean, I know it was a mistake, maybe to keep it in. I think they said then they say it was a mistake or whatever, because um, yeah. on other, like on introducing the Beatles, it's not there or whatever. Fa, yeah, right. Fa, it overlaps
2: the first note. Yeah, that's yeah. the
0: sound of music they were doing. But this, um, but the one, two, three, four, I can easily see why it's either it's a happy accident or not. But it's it's such an integral part of the song. That you yeah. need, I think you need it yeah I think you do too when you when yeah. you hear that four you 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 know you're gonna get ready to get kicked in the face by a great vocal
1: even the most lame Beatles cover band even the most lame garage band even the most and even the best garage bands and the be- are still gonna and best cover bands are not gonna do saw so, her standing there going unless they started with unless you want to start Unless you want to do the like, Elton John, yeah, like John, John Lennon right. version and do it that way, which is fine. That's a fun way to go about it. And but it's not no as, one,
0: funny. You yeah, said yeah. that it's not as, it's not as effective.
1: No, but, but you know what? I, I totally respect John Lennon. Um, oh and, yeah. And don't get me wrong. Elton was already doing that song on tour and doing it that way. But I respect yeah. Elton for not, going one two three four and doing yeah. you know then in it you know on the keys well,
2: I, I always thought that Elton's version that John sings on and you said he played it also during that tour was a piano version of it you know if he, if he was a guitar player he probably would have played it like those chords he would probably would have started differently well so, it's
1: still Elton's version still starts it's still Davy. you know there's still but but it's that idea that you know even Elton doing it as a cover could conceivably have gone then Right. And, right. And, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But, but he chose not to, because I think it's, it's the, uh, the stylization of McCartney doing that. That's just iconic. You don't, yeah, you,
0: you can't tell you don't duplicate that opening. Right. Yeah. You don't copy. Well,
2: you, you know, the funny thing about that song and you know, there are various versions where when, you know, after the middle, you go back to the beginning, which uh, said, my heart went boom. You know, right. there's a there's a you know a couple of variations of it and so to me and and we've heard most of the versions out there released in variations i'm, not, I'm talking about legally yeah uh, so yeah. his voice his voice doesn't change a lot during it he knows he knows where the song is already there's no okay. there's no changing on it and only only because we have the history of how many versions have come out and right. you know, the Star Club versions are different and then the version that they did at the Cavern Club is different. You know, there's little differences, but once they got to the recording, they, all those differences were gone. Yeah. And, and, yeah, and wisely we'll, chosen we'll, too. Wisely chosen.
0: Say what you will about McCartney's voice changing, but up until a couple of years ago, and and I mean, he still killed that song in the original key. Yeah yeah, yeah yeah and
1: and it's also that idea too that like you can choose how you want to handle diction when you're doing lyrics, and it's fun for him to do the like you know and be far too long like you know yeah. it's it's, it's yeah. not it's not before too long uh you know it's be far too long like there's the there's a certain and again yeah, always no. every
2: take of it is the same yeah no it's it's a it's a great uh it's a great vocal you know I, yeah. it, well
0: it's it's just like we always talked about with another girl, you know, with uh but as from today, well, I've you know, okay. Somebody
1: well, that's snoo. Yeah, exactly. He's got a snoo anyway. What's a snoo? Right. By the oh, way, by snoo- the way, another
2: song that starts cold like that. So
1: that's true. jeez we go.
0: Wow.
2: We just did two shows in we one did... tonight, folks. So time
0: out. So so Paul calling his album Cold Cuts. <laughs> cold, you open a cold,
1: cold starts yeah cold, cold
0: open <laughs> wow although we need a band-aid if he has a cold open oh, cut uh, oh yeah
1: wow. it, it, better than calling it cold sores anyway oh. um so I'm sorry
0: that so, was after the night before that was after the <laughs> night before.
1: <laughs> wow anyway well we've we've typical fap four pre-for-all way to end is <laughs> um so anyway uh, we, as Mitch is saying, we could go on and do this all night, but we're yeah, we're happy lot. to have been able to uh, to toss out uh, for each of us toss out our five favorite Paul McCartney vocals uh, here on Fab Four Free for All, and, uh, um, and please hit the button down there, subscribe to the show if you like what you see. Uh Please visit the. Well, if you
0: like what you hear, not what you see. Like what
1: you hear. Yeah, <laughs> don't go by what you see. Just if you like what you hear um and- <laughs> thank you rob for those of you on audio rob just took his pants and no, i'm
0: kidding oh no, no 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 we need we need a bigger camera for that okay there's too many ways to take that too one. many ways to- oh well anyway all right we're gonna let
1: that go too so wow have we digressed in the last 40 seconds Uh, anyway the the show is fab for free for all and thanks everybody for listening viewing however you uh uh you visit us and um i've been your moderator tony chaguarda for this episode best five Beatles, paul mccartney vocals and uh i want to thank my dear friends joining me as they always do mr rob leonard
2: thank you thank you thank you and mr mitch axelrod thanks for
1: listening folks and we will see you next time thanks everybody Fab Four Free-For-All was edited and produced by Tony Ciguardo at Word of Mouth Studios in Westbury, New York.
0: The opening and closing theme is My Dolly by the band The Badge, featuring longtime listener Jeff Slate, available on its debut album Digital Retro and recent Best Of compilation, as well as from the Fab Four Free-For-All website. Thanks for listening to Fab Four Free-For-All.